0: Welcome to the Footy with Dad podcast, where Julian and his son Jake will be discussing their weekly footy experiences together and their love of the game. Get ready for discussion, arguing, laughing and crying about all things football. Welcome to another edition of Footy with Dad. As usual today, I have my co-host, my son, Jake. How are you doing? I'm doing very well as usual, thank you. How are you? Yeah, no, all good. Um, we've had a busy week with Spurs. Three games, two wins and a draw. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, busy week. Six, um, three games in six days. You know, games are coming thick and fast with this schedule. Um, but no, we've picked up seven points and overall I think it's been quite a good week.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yesterday was a good. I know it was two one, but it didn't feel like a two one. We had, I think, ten shots on target, seven shots off targets, seventeen in total. We really dominated the game bar the last 5-10 minutes, which was quite nerve wracking, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, no, I'm. I agree with, your, with what you were saying. I don't think it was a two one score line. I think we, you know, we played much better than the score line suggests, and. I feel like we needed a good performance yesterday. And I know it's you know it's only for them, but fair play to them. They've been, you know, they've been doing all right this season.
0: Yeah, no, they've started well. Um, they're scoring quite a few goals. Um uh, Mitrovic look, looks a real player. I wasn't sure, you know, going by his previous seasons in the Premier Premier League, if if he was really up to the Premier League, but he's certainly he's certainly playing very well. He scored against Arsenal, scored against Liverpool and he was certainly, well, last 10 minutes, he was a bit of a handful, Um, could have quite easily got the equaliser, bar a phenomenal save by Hugo um, towards the end. So I think it was a much better performance. I mean, we went to West Ham during the week. That was your first visit to the London Stadium. Um, Bit of a frustrating performance that was.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of a frustrating thing, you know, but... By the end of the game, you know, I think me and you and I think a lot of Spurs fans were just satisfied with the point it really wasn't really wasn't a great performance if I'm being honest
0: with you. No, I mean, I thought, I thought we controlled the game quite well first half against West Ham um, scored a goal And then we just gave us away sloppy goal. It was a bad kick, wasn't it, by Hugo. Uh, Took a quick throw in and uh, just a lack of concentration, which, you know, Conte has always gone on about. You know, you can't afford these lapses in the Premier League. So it it was a bit of a frustrating uh, result. But I suppose, you know, getting the point at West Ham's not the worst result. Um, It would have been a bad result had we not won yesterday against Fulham. So I think all in all, Seven points from three three games is, is not the end of the world. We keep our unbeaten run going, and uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a bad uh, bad week. What were your thought, first thoughts of going to the London Stadium quickly before we talk about Fulham? Um, well, it's, it's it's a nice
1: stadium, but it's not a stadium made for football. Um, I think as an Olympic stadium. You know, can't doubt it. It's a, it. You know, it is a nice ground. But for watching football, I don't think it is the best staging. I mean, the away end is very weird. You have to walk over. I mean, we were in the lower tier. You have to walk over. It's almost like a bridge from the concourse to the lower tier. And the upper tier is so far back. I mean, luckily, we were, you know, we weren't too far away from the pitch. But I feel sorry for the people that were in that upper tier. Um, absolutely miles away from the pitch, it seemed.
0: Yeah, it's difficult to get any harmony between the upper and lower tiers, you know, for the away fans. You are so far, far apart. I mean, it looks a great stadium. It looks a great stadium, you know, on, on television. But, you know, for a London derby, e- even after they scored West Ham, you just felt a bit too detached from the game. I just think, you know, home fans obviously as as well as the away fans, too far from the action. And as a result, I don't think you really feel part of it. The the main issue I have, considering it's such a new stadium, is is the infrastructure. I mean, we we parked at Westfield and and getting to the ground wasn't too bad. But afterwards they, you know, like they do in a lot of away grounds, especially in Europe, they 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 treat the away fans like the enemy and they they really sectioned us off. And we the only way they could really take us down was to The underground station and then towards the end which we didn't want to go you're walking into the west ham fans so it it was a good 45 minute walk back to the car park at at westfield and i just thought you know there were a lot of unlit pathways a lot of uneven pavements and it's just you know just thought for a new stadium the whole infrastructure should have been better you know okay i'm not young but i'm certainly not old for old people to go down unlit pavements and uneven pavements I just think is wrong I and mean, you know it's in this day and age you shouldn't treat not just away fans but you shouldn't treat any humans like that and I just thought it was really bad it, the infrastructure could have been a lot better organized and hopefully hopefully in the coming years you know that they can sort that out um so listen let's not talk about West Ham that was a few days ago um, we got back on track with a 2-1 win yesterday uh, debut for a couple of our summer signings. Um, we had obviously Richarlison, who I think deserved to start after his, you know, you know, performances coming on as a sub in the last few weeks. And obviously, um, well, you'll probably pronounce it a lot better than I can. But uh, the uh, defender who replaced Davis, Longley. I, I, yeah. Um, oh I didn't didn't massacre that. Uh, (laughs) Um, How do you think they
1: both played? Um, Well, yeah, Clement Longlane coming in for his first Premier League um, appearance. And you know what? I think he did a job in there. Um, And, you know, maybe, you know, I feel like we brought him in more as a backup, but maybe yesterday showed that maybe he's not going to be a backup and maybe, you know, Ben Davis really has to fight for his place now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I thought he looked very composed. I think his passing's good. Um, I think it will get better as he gets more used to his teammates. Um, yeah, quite impressed with him. Um, did, did fine, did nothing, you know, n- didn't really look out of position at any time during the match. So, uh, quietly confident to see what more he can do. Richarlison is, um, well, he's a lunatic, but he's our lunatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I... I absolutely love him. And, you know, I I keep on saying every week, you know, whenever he comes off the bench or whenever he's on the pitch, he makes some sort of a difference. Um, Of course, he scored yesterday. It was offside. He hit the post as well, just before Fulham got one back. Um, I thought it was a really good performance again. Another assist as well by him yesterday. This guy just keeps on impressing. I mean, what what what
0: amazes me is that like the ninety, I don't know, ninetieth minute, or when, whenever he scored his goal that was disallowed. You know, he just had so much passion, and and even after it was disallowed, he didn't sulk. He was running around like a lunatic, trying to take the ball into the corners. Um, you know, it's a shame he didn't score because I, th- I think he deserves a goal. But uh, really impressed that you know, we, we all thought that if he came in. He may come in for Son, um, and Son would make way, but a uh, bit of a surprise that uh, Kulu didn't start.
1: Yeah, that no, I wasn't expecting that. I, I had a feeling Richarlison would start, but I thought it would be over Son. But, you know, when you think about it, you know, games are coming second and fast at the moment. You know, we've got Champions League on Wednesday night. Conte obviously had, you know, one eye on that. Um, and that it's important, you know. Football is a squad game. You have to rotate, um, whether it's for you know who you were thinking or not.
0: Yeah, no, I I, uh, I agree. And uh, my mate Emerson, another solid game. <laughs> He was all right wasn't he <laughs> um no yeah no, no, no yeah
1: he, he, he didn't stand out for any wrong reasons so he didn't do so,
0: anything poorly yeah. on the defensive side i think he's quite solid at, at, you know i think he's a pretty good actual defender he, uh, is, he is you know got forward a few times his final pass you know is it improving maybe slightly but um, I, th- I thought i thought he was okay um but uh, in, the, in the middle of the park, Bentaka. I mean, you yeah. see so calm he's, under pressure, isn't he? That's it. He
1: is so calm, so composed. Um, and he's just, he, you know, he's just brilliant to watch, isn't it?
0: Uh, he's just so, you know, he reminds me a lot of, of Dembele. Um, yeah. There was a, I think it was in the uh, second half, he was on the edge of our penalty box and he turned into trouble and you're thinking, oh, and then you know a couple of sidesteps and, and he comes out with the ball and he's he's left two of their players for dead I mean he's just so calm um he really makes our midfield tick I think and um you know we we, we missed him I think against West Ham uh we really did but uh, I thought he looked uh you know back back to his best and uh as the song goes he's the reason we're playing on Wednesdays um so yeah another another good performance I thought, I thought Son had a, though he didn't score, he nearly scored, um, he looked a lot better, a lot sharper. Yeah, 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 he
1: did look better still, you know, for his standards, I, you know, I don't think he would admit that he had a great game because I don't think he had a brilliant game, just what, just what he's been showing this season. I think yesterday probably was his best performance and I just do, uh, I, I feel sorry for him now because, you know, he, he just won't go in for him, will it?
0: Oh, that, effort that he had when he chested it down and he smacked the bar. Yeah. He wanted to and, get him. Yeah. And then he comes, I think you remarked yesterday when he came over to take a, f- a few corners in front of us. He looks so down. I mean, he's not playing like he's down, but, you know, you just, he just just needs that goal, doesn't he? Just to get going. Yeah.
1: No, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure one, I mean, he nearly got one, um, of course, the other night against West Ham, but I think it was our own goal. I think as soon as he gets that one goal, I'm sure I'm sure he'll catch fire very soon.
0: And so for all our attacking and play, and you know, I thought we looked really good going forward. I, I suppose one of the main reasons we-, we got three points was was down to Hugo.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, after Fulham, after Fulham got one back, he made some incredible saves. that was one save where I think it was Mikrovic again. Um, it was
0: it, yeah. was. it took a deflection of a
1: deflection and an unreal save. Oh.
0: Unreal. Our heart in our mouth then. I mean, he just tipped it around for, for a corner. But uh yeah, and it, it's difficult when you've got nothing to do the whole game to, to literally excuse the pun yeah. to be on your toes to, to yeah. produce that sort of save. It just shows you, you know, we've been very, very lucky to have Hugo for the last 10 years. Um, you know, so that 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 was brilliant. So yeah, I mean, a big three points. We we needed uh, needed the three points, especially after you know the West Ham. You you could argue a bit harshly was it two points drop, but uh, you know a solid three points, especially with uh, with City coming up ne- next Saturday evening. Um, but you know we always do quite well against City. I think we're the sort of bogey side, aren't we?
1: Yeah, we are. I mean. I feel like it's the same every time we go to the SD have we like you know we always think you know th- this could be the year when we get pumped and we get slammed for five or six but no we always we always seem to do something against City um so yeah look it'll be interesting to see how we perform next weekend
0: yeah I mean Son always gives them problems running at them um because they they play you know quite high line sometimes yeah. so uh it'd be interesting to see uh How we line up, I think Son will definitely start against City. I mean, we've obviously got the uh, small matter of uh, the return of the Champions League on Wednesday, which uh, we're looking forward to seeing under the lights at the lane.
1: Yeah, no, I can't wait for that. It's been two years too long.
0: Just want to hear Um, the Champions League music, don't we?
1: Oh, that'll be absolutely amazing. The fact that we got it over Arsenal as well, I think will make it even sweeter.
0: Oh, they're not. They're not. They're not playing Wednesday, are they? They're, they're, no, they are
1: playing Thursday. Are they
0: playing Thursday? Okay. Yeah, apparently so. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. They're in. Yeah, they're not in the Champions League. No. Um, <laughs> sorry, slight dig up to Arsenal fans there. Um. So yeah, I mean, looking at yesterday's results, quite interesting. Both Liverpool and and City drop drop points.
1: Yeah, I mean Liverpool. I. Can, they just don't look convincing this season. I know they won midweek, um, but even that was controversial. They only
0: won twice the whole season, two out of six,
1: which Exactly. One was, you know, and one was against Bournemouth, which, you know, can't take anything away from that. That was incredible. Nine no nil. But the other night, even so, I know they won, but looks like you know, it seemed like they got a bit fortunate with the extra added time onto added time. Um, got a really late winner. So yeah, they they don't look too convincing. And City, City on the other hand, they do look good going forward. Of course that man earning Haaland looks incredible. Um, but no, but he? defensively, defensively, I think they ca- I think they are there for the taking. I think we can get at them at their defense.
0: Yeah. Um I I, I think they'll cause us problems. Um, you know part of me is hoping Romero takes Harland out in the first couple of minutes. And, uh, that you know, even if he does get sent off, I think, you know, uh, you know it may be worth it. Uh, yeah. He's in, but uh, no, listen, it's an, another big game. We've got to go there and, you know, hopefully turn up like we did last season there. But, um, you know, watching match of the day last night, I mean, you know my views on VAR. I mean, again, there were some, I mean, the one that really stands out was the uh, the West Ham goal uh, that that wasn't allowed. I mean, that was a bizarre decision.
1: Yeah, that was. I I don't quite get that. I, I don't see in what world that is a foul when everyone's mentally rolling around when the goal goes in. But you know, i it just baffles me. I I can't see any way how that is a foul by Jared Bowen. I just don't get it.
0: I mean, the problem I've got about VAR, and I tweeted this yesterday, I think before VAR came in, referees, officials, they, they got a, over 97% of the decisions correct. So, you know, it's not that we have getting 99 or 100% right now with, with VAR. VAR is still making mistakes. And even if they were getting an extra 1% or 2% correct because of VAR, the the enjoyment it takes away from the paying fans, it's just not worth it. You know, it it, it really isn't. I mean, my, my, my biggest qualm against VAR is you can't celebrate goals. You know, we're, we're always looking at the linesman. Is it going to be looked at? Did something happen in the build up? And, you know, yes, if it's a finally awarded, I suppose you could say you have, you know, two times the amount to celebrate, but, It's just you're always not celebrating 100%. I think, you know, at the end of the day, we pay good money to go and watch football. You know, the people want to see goals. It's like, it's like they're trying to find a reason not to give goals, you know, and the whole reason why people go to football is to see goals, to see entertainment. And I just think it 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 just kills, you know, you're ruling off goals for millimeters. It's just, you know, yes, it may be the right decision, but come on, you know, I, I don't think there were loads of goals that were given that shouldn't have been given before before VAR. And and another, you know, i know I'm going on a bit of a rant, but it's a point you actually made driving home from the game yesterday. Is, you know, when you score a goal and then VAR look at it and then disallow it, all right? It gives such, you know, an advantage to the opposition because it's like they've scored a goal. They've got the momentum. And it, the next five, ten minutes after a VAR decision goes against your club, you know, whoever, I'm not just talking about Spurs here, you know, it, it swings in their direction. Last week we had it at Forest when... um can't remember the exact situation Uh, the penalty wasn't given um and then they nearly uh oh no this the second half when the handball was given uh, and um the sending off wasn't and okay we, we could have scored the penalty we didn't but we missed it and then they had the momentum because they still had the 11 men they nearly went up and scored and it's just you know against west ham during the week you know the goal was allowed then it was disallowed and then for five ten minutes, West Ham had the momentum that got the home fans up for it, and it's just another disadvantage. You know, it's like it's like conceding a goal when the VAR decision goes against you. But um, and even yesterday, you know, when
1: Rontalson scored, you know, we thought right, that's it, game done, three one up. Um, you know, and then VAR this and that and now you know, out of nowhere, we're now hanging on for the last five minutes. <sighs>
0: So frustrating, but uh listen, that, that's my little rant over. <laughs> um, so you mentioned last week um going to Forest, uh, the city ground, that completed your you've now gone to every Premier League stadium. Yeah. Um so I thought I'd ask you on the spot, <laughs> um, your your top three and, and bottom three stadiums that in the in the Premier League that you've been to. All right, so I don't think
1: this is going to be in complete, you know, correct order or anything. But regarding top three, I think Forest has to be up there. Um, you know, their fans were nothing I have really experienced much of in the Premier League.
0: I mean, um, I mean, Forest was great. Don't get me wrong, and I love going back there. I mean, it's been about twenty-five years since I last went to the City Ground. But you're, you're saying Forest, despite seeing your team win. At the Emirates, at the Etihad, at Old Trafford.
1: You no, no, no. no. First, I will. No, no, I will. No, I'll get on. To, I'll, I'll get on to them. But I'm just saying, like the atmosphere. You know, Nottingham Forest showed was amazing. I love the stadium as well. I do like old grounds, um, and I think the City Ground is one of them. And you know, I mean, look, maybe the result probably helps. You know, my opinion on it, but. Um, it was a great day, and it's one I'd love to do again. So yeah, Forest is probably one next. I was going to come to is Manchester City. Um, uh, I mean, I can't help but think of like the results that I've seen going to the Etihad. Been there twice. First time we won two one in twenty sixteen, I think it was, and of course the other time was the Champions League quarter final. Um, and especially that night, I mean, obviously you were there with me. That night was just incredible, wasn't it?
0: I mean, I've never when Sterling scored, um, we were like walking down. I, I kicked the chair really hard. I was like, I can't believe this. This is so Spursy. It's happened again. You know, I got a long drive back to London, and then then they said, oh, they're looking at the camera. You know, Var oh, looking at it, and I thought, oh, please, please, please. And uh, when it was ruled out, you know, that next two to three minutes before the final whistle actually went, um, I mean, that's phenomenal. I mean, I didn't care about the drive back to London after that. We were on such a high. We were trying to get tickets to go to IAX uh, because the night before, I think they, um, uh, the night before was the, that they, they'd qualified. Um, so I think we knew we were playing. IAX, but uh, oh, just that that was an amazing feeling. It's, it's strange to say your highlight is a game that we lost, but uh, yeah. at the end of the day, we, we, we won the tie on the away goal. So, uh, you know, it, it was still a victory, wasn't it? Yeah, so what, what you're going for the third, your, your, your top three, your third, top three,
1: top three between two, but I'm going, I'm going to go with Leeds. I think Lee, me and you, of course, we went Leeds United away last season, half-twelve kick-off on a Saturday. Um, you know, it's a brilliant stadium, Ellen Rose, they're, you know, you know, singing, um, marching on together when they're coming out of the tunnel. Again, the atmosphere was amazing from start to finish, even when they were 3-0 down after, what, 25 minutes? Um, their fans were singing throughout. Um, and I <laughs> If, for me it's just an iconic ground um and again one that I'd love to visit um again yeah no that
0: was a great great day out uh I mean obviously the result helped her enormously yeah yeah I, I like you the, the old grounds like Forest and Villa and Fulham and Everton and uh Wolves to a certain extent you know great great atmospheres great history uh love love going to them I mean, very quickly before we go on to your bottom three, um, my top my top threes are, are slightly different. I, I'm going to go not because of the stadium itself, but you know f- from memory uh, the Leicester Leicester away. Um, yeah. You know, we five minutes of injury time, ninety four forty I think was on the clock. We were two one down, um, and. You know, we we were literally, you know, because I always start my stop clock um, when the uh, injury time comes up on the board. And we were walking down, and uh, I said to you, you know, wait for this attack, and and then we're out of here. Again, you know, really disappointed. Midweek, had work that day, had a long journey back to to London. wasn't wasn't in the best of moods, and then. You know, we equalise and you think, oh, we deserve that. We definitely deserve to draw. And, you know, that was great. And we were singing and dancing. And then, you know, the, the whistle went to restart kickoff and they went on a little attack. And I remember thinking, just blow up, just blow up for God's sake. And then suddenly Kane, out of nowhere, <laughs> does that pass to Bergerin. And then it, it's like the world stopped. He, he rounded the keeper, which seemed to take forever. And then the ball just sort of trickled over the line. I mean, I went flying. I, I caught my glasses mid air. Um, I don't know where you ended up. Um, you know, and it was just oh my, that was <laughs> limbs in the away end, as they say. That was just yeah. So you yeah. know, for me to get two goals in the last thirty seconds, it'll be very difficult to beat in the future. So I, I would go. I would go Leicester um, as you know my best away stadium memory. Um, Man City second uh, because of you know what we just said uh, the Champions League, um, and then third is difficult because you know I've seen us win with you in the uh, in at the Emirates uh, against Arsenal. I've your first game at Stamford Bridge. We won three one. Yeah. And then we were there when uh, Lucas Moore scored twice at Old Trafford. So um, I think winning at Chelsea, um, you know, because I'd never seen us win at Chelsea, and I've mm-hmm. been quite a lot over the years. So uh, to take you to your first match there and 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 to win in the manner we did, I'd, I'd probably go Chelsea as my my third best sort of stadium memory. And then quickly your 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 bottom three.
1: Bottom awesome. three. Well, one, I'm going to go with quite a recent one. I think I'm going to put West Ham in there. Um, like you said earlier on, you know, you know, sometimes during the game you felt a bit, you know, didn't feel very connected with the game, felt a bit um, detached, quite, you know, quite far away from the action. Atmosphere was hard to get going in the away end. Um, and that the game, the game itself wasn't, you know, wasn't fantastic, was it? So I think West Ham has to be down there. Um Crystal Palace as well. Um, I know we won. This was, I think, a couple of years ago, 2018, I believe it was. I know we won, uh, we won one-nil. Um, but the weather was terrible. The awareness isn't great, if I'm being honest, at Palace, you know, with all these polls and restrictive views, we were lucky that we were sitting, I think, third or fourth row. So luckily we were in front of all those. Restrictive views the concourse i remember weirdly you know i think part of it was like outside we were getting soaked we had a long walk back as well to the train station it was just a bit of a nightmare but uh, at least we got the three points um and then last one last one i might i might go with wolves you know the atmosphere i can't doubt it it was quite intimidating but again it's the way it's the away end for me um, I think that let that let it down. Um, you know, you know the away end is just one long strip across across the whole of the pitch, and because it's so long and not very high, I think it's quite like West Ham. I think it's quite hard. Um, I think it's quite hard to get an atmosphere going. And I remember we scored yeah. in the last minute, and you know we scored in the last minute of course that Yamba and header. And yes, it was of course scenes in the away end, but. Didn't, it was hard to explain. It doesn't really it didn't really feel like a last minute winner, and I think that was because of you know in the section where the away fans were. So I'm probably going to have to go with Wolves.
0: Okay, um, that 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 that's fine. Um, your choices. Um, I I would yeah I would choose West Ham as well for the reasons you, you've given. Uh, I would potentially choose Southampton. <laughs> uh, yeah, really because we don't have a great record there. I think we've been. What four, five times?
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been a lot of times, and we never. I think only once we've come out with a win.
0: Yeah, so we, we haven't got a great record down at uh, at St Mary's, and I think my my la- last one would. As we touched on it, I love the old old stadiums. They seem to have the atmospheres, and the new stadiums just just lack obviously the history, but also lack a bit of atmosphere. And I think. Brighton, though it's, you know, looks an OK stadium and, you know, it, it's a little bit soulless, isn't it? And, you know, yeah. Brentford as well. It's, you know, I appreciate it's a new stadium. It just doesn't, you know, maybe over the years, and you know, once they get that history and what have you. But I, I just feel at the moment it, it, it's hard to like really like these, you know, soulless stadiums really. Um, and that's why I think Spurs have done so well. It's a new stadium, but the the stands are so near the pitch. Um, you know, the sound from the acoustics of the supporters, you know, is, is so good and it really does create, when it's rocking, it really does create that atmosphere. Yeah. No, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all we've got time for on Footy with Dad. Uh, I think we've covered quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, busy week and we've got another busy week with Champions League and, and Man City away next Saturday. So uh, have a good week and uh, we will see you next week. The reason why I started Footy with Dad was that when Jake was born, he was severely ill and I thought I would never be able to take him to a football match. That is why I was particularly pleased to receive a Footy with Dad memory, though for me personally, it wasn't a great memory, from England and Tottenham legend, Gary Lineker. Some of my most enjoyable experiences watching sport have been with my four boys, Uh, especially uh, when Leicester won the league. It was the most magical thing to share uh, with family. Um, Three of the boys supported Leicester, George supports Manchester United, but even he wanted uh, Leicester City to win the league. And we sat here at home every Sunday together, uh, watching the games. It was tense, it was tight. Uh, But in the end, Leicester managed to win the league. And when Hazard bent the ball in the top corner for Chelsea against Tottenham, which decided that Leicester would win the league, it was one of the most magical moments of my sporting lifetime. Um, Go to footy uh, with Dan.